This is Otis. This is Atticus. We are the Koga Brothers. And you are listening to Just Plain Filthy Podcast. Word for word, money. I got all the money in the world. I'm the king, man. I run the underworld, guy. We got a we welcome to the Just Plain Filthy podcast, the first one of 2018, We've been by the way. A bit. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been slacking. You've been doing your reaction videos. You've been I've been doing stuff. He's been doing stuff. We finished that fucking piss video. I've, yeah. been, I've been refusing to wipe. Oh, so refusing. Is that doing? a New Year's re- resolution? Yeah. So we've been doing uh, no big things. We've been doing some stuff. I got stuff that I want to finish and upload. I just need the time to do it. Yeah. And I'm Casey. I'm Devin. <laughs> I'm TJ. And this is the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. That felt wrong. This is the Shining Wizards. We are not the Shining Wizards. <laughs> the Shining Wizards, we are not. We're not worthy. But, uh, we uh, speak for yourselves. We mention we them in every episode, though. So. But, we're here. 2018, we're back, doing big things. We eat yeah. ass now. Yeah, we eat Tide Pods and ass in 2018. Yeah, it's what amazing. We do now? Although, to be fair, I was eating ass all 2017. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, yeah. But now I'm just going to eat more ass. That's my New Year's and resolution. And I only eat those little beads. I like dingleberries. No, the little... <laughs> the anal beads. <laughs> no. <laughs> the fucking detergent beads, not the TJ pods. Eat, TJ eats anal beads. That's, a, uh, that's, 2018. that's the quote. I mean, that's I that. guess that's less poisonous than Tide Pods. I'll take it. I don't know, man. <laughs> at, least, at least Tide detergent's supposed to what clean you to, out. What happened to it's 2018, we drink in water now? What happened to that? Uh, Tide Pods and nuclear It's 2018, we're getting a college education now. <laughs> drink water. We're, we're reading wish. books now. We're reading books now. No more Zans. No more Tide Pods. <laughs> It's fucking novels, dude. Little, little book reader. Yeah, and Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, the club refers to drinking beers as reading novels. That's awesome. Christ. <laughs> I was in my hotel room in my boxers just laying in the bed reading a novel. I was reading a book. <laughs> so, how was everyone's new year? Uh, it was alright. Yeah, y'all, y'all okay. do I happen to have New Year's Day off, but oh, I cool. had to work New Year's Eve until like fucking 10.30. So it's like a waste. Because yeah. you had to work, and then you're probably tired the next day. Yeah, nothing really special happened. I think I might have seen family, or I might have just drank beer and it's watched like a, a movie. It's like a blur. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My whole life is a blur. My favorite band is Blur. Said no one ever. No. <laughs> Although, my favorite band is Bush. My favorite band is Semisonic. Uh, oh, for closing time, and that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Do they play any other songs when when they, they just do, do an hour and a half of a closing time and then remixes? Other bands come Tech on. No closing time. <laughs> closing time. 
But you guys, one last call for alcohol. Before we really dive in, you guys got any uh, resolutions? Or are you guys just... Uh, my I'm, thing was I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can to get back down to 200 pounds. Because it, it's not... I mean, it's not much to some people. I'm 230 right now. Okay. I mean, I'm not too fat, but right. I haven't been... 200 or anything close to 200 since eighth grade. Shit. Okay. And it's a good resolution to have the. What I, what people that have like realistic resolutions are cool, but that like new year, new me shit is so played out. Like, I, I, I get it, like you're improving and like you're setting goals, but like we know you're gonna go to the gym. Not you yeah. specifically, just like the new year, new me crowd. You're gonna go to the gym for like two weeks and like that gym's gonna turn into a pub. Like, I feel yeah, it's like, just life. I feel like such a shithead because oh. every, every one of my apartment goes to the gym like every day now. And I'm just trying to eat. But you know what? <laughs> you, know what? you know what? That'll change. Though. I'm struggling to survive. They're like New what? year, new you. New year, new me. No. Nah. New year, new memes. New year, rip off sting mask is just stink. <laughs> it's just still sting. <laughs> oh, right. Patrick Swayze with the picture in front. No, fucking no, Kevin, Kevin Spacey, not Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey yeah, Kevin Spacey's on the subway. Patrick Swayze had cancer. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. But like, no, that's cool. Hey, though. Dirty Dancing is the best, and we are not going to. I want him to do that thing you. with the ghost, but on my dick. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh, like the clay wheel. Ghost yeah, I want him to form ghost. my dick into like a fucking mug. Spoopy, <laughs> spoopy ghost. Sure, TJ. Drink coffee out of my dick. Sure, drink TJ. coffee out of my dick. Just make like a mold of your butt. Just like a drink coffee out of my ass, Greg. Yeah, my butt's fat enough. You're probably morphing. You yucky. Oh, god um, damn. So, uh, wrestling. Oh, a lot of stuff has happened since I think it's been pretty busy 2018 so far. So far, yeah. Yeah. Two weeks in? Fuck. Weird. I think first thing right off the bat, R.I.P. Paige. Oh, yeah. She's not not dead, but like... The ripping in. What are we gonna do? (laughs) Uh, What is Absolution gonna do? (laughs) The other two are a fucking wet blanket. She really needs to just stay there, though, and be the mouthpiece. Yeah, she's not... Giggity. They, but, she was forced to retire as an in-ring competitor. It doesn't mean she's not going to be there. It's not yeah, like they're going to send her home forever. The other girls can't hold a fucking candle no, to anybody no, they in can't. the promo division. Paige, Paige being forced to retire is still better than both of the girls in Absolution oh, yeah. right now. At their best day. Yeah, her not wrestling is a better wrestler than them wrestling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm a mark but, for Mandy Rose because she is hot shit. Yeah. And, like, I, like she a, has a cool finish. I like her finish. I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't I be able to do it. If uh, Paige was not in, involved in any sort of capacity, I would have no stake in Absolution yeah. whatsoever. You know what it should have been? And this is what uh, somebody told me the other day. It should have been Paige and the iconic duo. Yes. That because be because then Paige being that gone, be awesome. they're still both. They're well, still they're, good. They're hot as shit. Hot like wrestling wise, not like physical attractive. I'm sorry, Billy Kay, the, whatever. But like Peyton Royce, like you can get these inches. But like, <laughs> shouts out to Ty Dillinger because you'd be giving her them inches. Um, ten. Give her the ten inches. I hey, he's Can probably I, he's probably got three and a half. Canada's glory. Um, he's white. <laughs> yeah, not too. Impressive. Hey man. Peter North is white, and he's got a huge dick, and so is James Dean. Shouts out male porn stars. You're, yeah, the, real, you're the real... I don't know who the fuck that bald dude is that has, like, every job ever. Yo! Like, yeah. Okay. He's a everyman. <laughs> he's <laughs> he, a everyman. I can't remember his fucking name, but it's like, it's like Johnny Sins, but that guy is so cool. He had, I think that's his name. I'm pretty sure... Dude, I... Me and porn are, like, hand in hand. Like, I love... My last reaction video, I just said, like... Yo, you can even check us out on Tumblr, even though I just use that for porn. That's really all Tumblr's <laughs> for, is porn and, like, the feminazis are taking over, lol, 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 lol. 
But, dab, 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 dab. We, we got to porn somehow. That's what happens when you talk about Paige. All right. Yeah. But, um, no, much 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 like her in-ring career, we, reti- we retired that. But no, she's gone. I knew that was going to happen, or I had an inclination that that was going to happen once that video of her at the live show getting kicked in the fucking back happened. Oh. I was like, oh, that looks bad. And like she like couldn't get up, and then she walked out, and it's like, all right, she got a stinger, and then it's like, oh, wait, it's more than that. It's like... What happened to Edge and what happened to Sting? It's like a neck thing, I guess. What's kind of happened to Sheamus, but they're not letting him not wrestle. I don't know. Something about Sheamus. He's like he's unkillable. Like his neck injuries. Just he. If he has, if he really has spinal stenosis, he's retiring soon. He's retiring before twenty twenty. Every time I see the bar now, I'm like, ooh, no, 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 no. It's just one bump away. It's like when, like, Edge broke his neck the first time he broke his neck, not the one that really put him out. Yeah. The one, like, he broke his neck once, and everyone was like, uh, this is it. And then he's like, yeah, I'm wrestling on borrowed time. And then it's like, you should have retired then. He wrestled for, like, five more years, and then it wasn't even his match where he fucked his neck up. Yep. And then he's like, oh, my neck. And then he, like, like, they had to do the testing. He defended his title and won at that year's Mania, which was, like, three weeks after he fucked his neck up again. And then he was forced to retire. So it's like, Jesus Christ. I'm glad that Paige is not going to die. Yes. But it sucks that she's 25 and her in-ring career is over. She's pale enough to make me think she's a fucking corpse. There you go. (laughs) Painted like the dead, too. Scream queen. But, like, it sucks because, you know, 25 years old. Fuck you. She's I know she'll never be Daphne. Oh, she tried real hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about none of this. Elvira's the real queen of the night. Elvira. You're talking about wrestling, Devin. I don't care. I'm, I'm talking talk- about scream queen. I don't care. I'm talking about some goth ass bitches. Elvira, you can get these inches. I know you're. Bitties. I know you're 80, but it's like. You know, you're solid. When you're when you're when you're dead, age doesn't matter. So it's like let's get it. Age is just a number. Been dead for twenty when, years, thirty right. years, whatever. I've been dead my whole life. I'm cracking open a cold one with the boys, whatever. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it sucks that she's twenty five and her career is ending. Yeah, that that's awful. Sad day. It's a sad day. R.I.P. to Paige. But, uh, yeah. Uh, other things that's happened. Uh, let's totally go the other route with this and yeah. New Japan. New Japan was great. Wrestle Kingdom happened. Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom was, dope. was awesome. This was the first ever New Japan show that I watched front to back. Yeah, because you got New Japan World. Yeah, yeah. dude. That we leached. Yeah, of <laughs> it's like a net- Netflix. Yeah, it's like a Netflix account shared between like a whole family. It's just like, all right, guys, use this. Like, yeah, thanks. But, but, uh, fucking. I've been really rad. apprehensive about Nutrium because for some reason, like everybody hypes it up, but uh, it's, I never, I never watched it because I never really saw the buzz. And I watched yeah. it, and I'm like, it's good. I mean, it's not shouldn't be hyped up as much as it is. It's the fucking greatest show that they have of the year, so like, I'd hope it's good. Wrestle Kingdom but is consistently better than anything the WWE has put out in the past I like, said I watched years. like most of it without fucking fast forward. Like, there's some shit that I skipped because I just wasn't interested. But uh, consistently, Bitch. I watched about... I watched, I'd say... Five and a half, six and a half hours. The rest of the all the mar- all the wrestling marks just got real mad at you for saying that you skipped some New Japan stuff. They all just got real. It's mad. seven hours. Technically, it's like six hours if you skip the fir- if you skip the Rumble, which I did. I did skip did. the Rumble. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I well, saw the, I, if the Rumble wasn't part of the main card. So technically, no, yeah, the main card is. Still, it's like, it was long. It was longer than Mania. Yeah, I broke it into pieces because I watched like the yeah. first two and a half hours, and then I did some cleaning around the apartment. That makes sense. And because I'm an adult. 
Um, and then I do uh, another two hours, and then stopped, and then we made dinner. And, you went and then I went back, and we watched the last three matches while we were eating dinner. Yeah, I uh, I I just did the whole thing at once because I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to stay up and watch it live. And then I was like, oh, it's gonna be like live and I'm on the East Coast. It at was gonna be it was gonna be two a.m. No. And I was like, I watched you know, it the next day. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. And I got to like one o'clock, and like my buddy Ben was gonna come over, and then I fucking passed out. <laughs> and then I woke up. It was like seven in the morning. I'm like, no, no. I put on a pot of coffee, made some also, food. Also, look at you not name dropping. I love that. <laughs> Shouts out, Ben, kayfabe court. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so um, do you want to go match by match? You just want to argue with me about Okada? No, that, no. <laughs> that's, that's favorite and always favorite. Because if we were going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom, the whole thing, it would be the length of Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, so, it would. So we'll just, I think we should each do favorite and least favorite yeah. match. And I think that TJ should go first because he is the one that had the New Japan World account. Yes. He's the, uh-huh. account. He's the account boy. Finally, Ooh. TJ's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> TJ's in charge this whole thing. I know. It's fucking a wrap. Let's not ruin this. Do kayfabe, brother. HH. The best part of it, like, the main events were pretty solid, but I think overall, is between that four-way, light, like, uh, yes. junior heavyweight match, or the gauntlet tag team match. Okay. The gauntlet oh, tag yes. team match was solid, oh, yes. and I'm a fan of pretty much every team in that Suzuki Gun look crazy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Suzuki Gun was great. But I, I can't give it to either of them because I don't really know which one I liked more. They're both really on par with so each other. So it's like a tie. Uh, least favorite. I Very unpopular opinion. I did not like the Chris Jericho match. <gasps> we No, hold on. We shared that opinion, but we'll, we'll get to that. Oh. I didn't like that match. I feel I you might be the same way. Chris Jericho is not on par with the way he was supposed to be. Kenny Omega carried him. Throughout yeah, that match, yeah, it was so much hype look, for it to be Casey. very, very underwhelming. Look at him seethe. There was there was <laughs> good could. spots. I yes, liked the Jer- I liked Jericho's character that he played. This is gonna very be a good episode. The whole, the whole buildup of Jericho's character was spot on. Yeah, I agree. I Jericho played the character well, but as far as match goes and storytelling goes, it was not on par yeah. with the amount of hype that it received. Okay. Uh, for me, my favorite match, unquestionably, without a doubt, was the four-way. Must make the beat. You make the beat beat. Your, your part beat-beat. is done. Make <laughs> no, the beat beat. I, that is the way. Is the way. That's the name. That's going to be the name of this episode. Just Blame Filthy is the way. Is the way. We'll show you the way. Must make the beat beat. Wait, do it. Click, click real quick. All right, cool. All right, cool. No, my favorite match was definitely the four-way. I oh, thought... Sorry. I thought... I thought Hiromu Takahashi was gonna take it. I don't nope. know. I know, but dude, once, because like once, spoiler alert for something that everybody should have already seen. Daryl! It shouts out to, no, he's not Daryl, he's masked. We don't know who he is anymore. We don't know if it's Daryl or not. But when I, but like once he got taped up, once Marty Skrull like taped his arm to the barricade <laughs> rail, I was like, oh, okay, Takahashi's not winning it. And then he somehow freed himself, and I was like, oh, He's the comeback of the year. He's gonna win. He didn't. No, it was but, sure nice hearing my boy Kevin twice. My boy yeah. Kevin from It Lives a Breeze. Shouts out. You know what's funny? I don't like that song. I do. I hate that song, but I love that like band. Yeah. But I just hate that song. I just don't think that was the, the right song. But it's it's cool to fucking hear. I'm not gonna shit on that. Like it's, it's an accomplishment. Your song has done something. 
that none of our songs will ever do, and, no. that's, and that's fucking be played at the Tokyo Dome for like 35,000 people in attendance, and then everyone who saw it online. So that's like, your career is cemented. But like, I didn't want Osprey to win because he was the title holder before Skrull. Yep. And it's like, what's the point? It should have been like either Skrull retaining. Yeah, I like, thought that was weird. They don't, like, New Japan doesn't usually do that. No, and then they're like Takahashi taking it. And, like, to me, that the buildup for that just made sense, but. That was my favorite match because I didn't know what was going to happen until the very end. And I, wrestling hasn't done that to me in a long time. My least favorite match was... Uh, my least favorite match wasn't Jericho Omega. That wasn't my least favorite match, but I agree with your statements. My least favorite match was the tag team match, the other one. Not, not, the, not the Gauntlet one and not the Young Bucks one. The one that was like Evil and Sonata against... I uh, can't remember who the fuck their opponents were. Uh, bu- 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 a killer elite squad. We do. I, how, we agree. How could I? How could I fucking forget that? Where um, I like I like that killer elite squad lost. Mm-hmm. I like that uh, Lij won. I like that Evil and Sonata took it. I lost in that guessing. Dude, Casey won the. I got three of them right because all of my predictions were like fantasy booking Vince Russo shit. Like I wanted War Machine and Michael Elgin to win the tag champs, knowing that War Machine was going to the WWE. Like in the video, you even see where it's like, I want War Machine to win, and then I just look in the camera and it zooms in. Like I know what's gonna happen. I was like, I want Young Bucks to win, though I don't really want Young yeah. Bucks to win. So it's all in case you won the predictions. We're not gonna talk about that because I lost and I'm a salty sea Good slug. Thing we don't have punishments for that. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yet. Um, yet. Rankings. I got handcuffs and a whip. Don't try me. But uh. It wouldn't fit his Ooh, skinny wrist. He'd just slide his hands out. <laughs> I'd be like, ah. little bitch. Like I would ever lose predictions. Yeah, I'm all serious. <laughs> that was my least favorite match, not because it wasn't like hard hitting or like fun to watch, because it was just a lot of cool shit that Killer Elite Squad did. It's always fun seeing Davy Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I like Lance Hoy. I'm always yeah. trying to mark for him. It's like I was, it was fun seeing it, and I love Evil. Evil and Sonata are like yes. a great tag team. So I was like, all right, that's cool. I love their whole. It just gimmick. felt it just felt like a placeholder match. It didn't feel like anything yeah, it special. Yeah, it was. It felt like a pee break. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Evil the and Sonata like they need to not be the pee break. Yeah, because their their gimmick is too. fucking fire. Lij. But then um. But special shout-out to um, Suzuki and Goto, because that match was stupid. That could ne- that was, like, that match was stupid stiff. You could see, like, dude, there was one, Goto, like, hit Suzuki with, like, a drop, like, a one-leg drop kick. Or maybe it was the other way around, but somebody took a, somebody took a boot to the jaw. Yes. And in the replay, you just see dude's see face it. get smushed. And I was like, dude. Uh, me and Tony fu- were marking out that whole fucking match. Two old-ass dudes stiff-shotting each other. Real Glorious. Japanese wrestling. None of this, like... Wild shit, and like Suzuki at the end buzzing his own head. I love that <laughs> fucking that match was so good. But that's I, actually a um, special shout a out. Match. Very big faux pas in Japanese culture. Yeah, that's why um, when An- Antonio Inoki did it, uh, he shaved his own head, and then as as retribution for that, he booked himself in the beginning matches of all the New Japan shows mm-hmm. for like a couple <coughs> months as a as a way to say I apologize for yeah. what I did. So. I just love that Suzuki wouldn't let anyone else shave. He's always a a class act, that guy. So I I just love that he's like, he's not going to let somebody else shave his head. Like, he let me do it. I like that. I just thought it was like a real good character build. But that's my thing. What about you? Uh, Me? I, it's fucking Thai. Three-way Thai. Between. Three-way Thai. Yes. It's a three-way dance. Fucking. It's like the whole fucking show. The (laughs) four-way. Oh. (laughs) Between the four-way. 
Uh, you got three ways and four ways. Casey, can't get I had a four-way in the nice bathroom. Uh, Naito, me and, me and, Naito and, uh, Naito and Cody? Ibushi no. and Cody. No, Bushi and Cody. That's what I meant. Fucking, I'm still thinking about Jericho attacking Naito. Uh, Ibushi and Cody. Fucking gold no, lovers. You don't you don't want you don't want to put Abushi and Cody in there. You just want to put that crossroads in there. Oh, <laughs> that was fucking amazing! Right. That was amazing! So no, just and, that spot. Right? Yeah, just that spot. And Let's be right. Ooh, I wanna really. put the main event in here. But simply because I'm a mark for both the guidance. Uh Omega and Jericho. Of course, white boy. <laughs> white, just white people whiting about. Okay, come on, man. I got a Canada. Yeah, it was white. A fucking Canada, dude. Norway. But no, I thought Jericho was a prime heel, and you guys know that I appreciate some good heel work. And That's what he does best. He hasn't been in the ring for a little bit. Yeah. So some ring rust. He looked fat is, too. He did look fat. Jericho looked fat as shit. <laughs> Jericho, you need to Jericho's like. His best catch a sound impression. D- <laughs> DDP yoga man, come on. Uh, but <laughs> for having his ring well rust. Done. He's still the best in the world. Oh. They're both the best in the world. Judo chop. Both of them. No, no. I take umbrage with. I, you could Kenny Omega carried the match. Kenny Omega. Both of them could wrestle a fucking broom, and it would be the best match of all time. Kenny Omega wrestled a fucking nine-year-old child. Yes, it did. They still get shit for that. You ever go back and watch that footage? It was lit. It was fucking it was amazing. A great match. He wrestled a blow-up doll. That was the weird. No, thing. that was Kota Ibushi. Oh, was that Ibushi? Yeah. Whatever. They're all Japanese to me. Can you wear this Canadian? No, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Boom, thank you. Golden Lover. Is he though? <laughs> but like, is he though? Is Kenny Omega white? He's still? been in a small Japanese he... man, probably. Hey, whoa! <laughs> We're talking about my. Don't talk about the best bout machine like that ever again. Um, but yeah, man, it was just. How do you know it's talking about? I know, I knew. <laughs> Trust me, I, I pick up, I pick up on your gay vibes, bruh. Hey, whoa, <laughs> Twinkie boy. No, um, it's just nice to have some representation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it like it was fun. It was it was a good event. Least favorite match also KES versus Eon Sonata. Yeah, it shouldn't have been, but it. I mean, P break match. They they should have done it a lot better. I mean, it was good. There's some good spots. Yeah. But do we want to talk a little about New Year's Dash or at least the two highlights? I didn't watch enough of it to form an opinion. Yeah, I didn't watch enough of it. I know what happened, though. The Kenny Omega, Switchblade, Jay White thing that's brewing. Oh, yeah. Which I think is going to be good, because that's what that's what Jay White needs, and that's also Kenny, Kenny Omega needs another contender, needs another person to fight after Jericho, and I think Jay White's like the perfect person to fill that niche. He's like, ha, I'm joining chaos. Dude. Right, LOL, haha, shakes, shakes Okada's hand, LOL. He shook his hand at the press conference, so it's like, <coughs> that was cool. And then Jericho attacking Naito, which means that Jericho's going to be yeah. sticking around in Fuck. New Japan for yeah, a while. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. Neither was I. Fucking, I Nobody expected was. him to be at the Rumble. And I that's probably not happening. No. At this point, no. He probably signed some sort of extension. So I just thought that was cool. Like, we're going to see Kenny Omega against Switchblade Jay White, and Jay White's match is pretty good. That's going to be great. Against Tanahashi. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was was enough to make me not hate it, so that's something. Yeah, exactly. I'm very picky with that. Not my favorite, but Jay White versus Tanahashi was... That was cool, and then it was like, uh, and then, like, Jericho attacking Naito was going to be, that's going to be a good match. Because let's be like, Jericho... It's like American asshole versus Japanese asshole. Yeah, Naito, and Naito's probably going to win. Because Okada uh, should have lost, but he didn't. We're not going to talk about that. But we're going to talk about that. We can talk about that later. That was such a good match. It was really good. good. But Okada should have lost. 
It was nothing about yeah. finishers. It's but ghetto, it was really it's, fucking good. <laughs> this is Ghetto's fault. He's he's booking Okada to be the Japanese John Cena, and I'm not a fan of it. But that's where I'm gonna stop. But yeah, the sells merch. Fucking yeah. book it. Tanahashi's gonna come out of nowhere and beat Okada because you think it's gonna be Tanahashi, really? I think it's gonna be Tanahashi. Why? You're gonna have face versus face. Yeah. No, someone's got to turn heel. Um, somebody's probably should be Okada. It's probably gonna be Okada. <laughs> he's been a face for so long. He's like it. he's like a face, but at the same time he's I'm such like throw, an arrogant prick. Where it's like I'm gonna really throw face? Okada wins law in your face because you keep throwing Lesnar and Roman Reigns in my face. Yeah, but that's the yeah, but the thing about no no because that's not gonna work because the thing about it is I think Okada's like an extremely amazing wrestler and all of his main events are cool. Just because I don't like how the booking decision was made doesn't mean I hate the match or that I don't think Okada's super fucking good. I'm gonna throw Lesnar Roman in your face because Lesnar's a cunt and Roman's a cuck. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> and you fucking hate that, and that's gonna trigger you more than anything you can t- say, oh, God, was Japanese John Cena, and you're gonna poke and prod, and I'm just gonna be like, haha, bitch, and then you're gonna come out of nowhere, no, and I'm gonna I'm be like, oh, 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 remember when Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar clean? God! And that's gonna this be- is gonna fucking kill me! And if you think that's bad, wait until after Mania. Imagine how many times I'm gonna throw that in your face then. Everything and then in like, your yeah. apartment well, is going to be broken. No, man, uh, straight jacket I want shit. Maven to come back. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, speaking on the topic of Royal Rumble, I want to see Maven come back. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> he never lost. He just did. Jesus. Just like Curtis Axel never lost. Fair enough, true. But, uh, but that's that's something that's still in the Royal Okay, um, wrestling headlines. Yeah, while real, we're at it. Yeah, real quick with the yeah, wrestling headlines. We're getting pretty far into this. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes for a good episode. War Machine, Ricochet, and Candice LeRae have signed to the E. Uh, the Candice LeRae announcement was pretty recent. It was like already a thing, but like nobody knew, and now it's like officially a thing. Uh, she signed a developmental deal. She has to go through the Performance Center, do all the uh, oh, medical tests and shit. But then she's on board, which is cool. She'll probably be in the Women's Rumble, hopefully. Hopefully. That'd I feel awesome. bad for her, though, because she went on record saying she does not like to wrestle women. She doesn't like to wrestle women, so... It's, so now she's going to be wrestling women. to wrestle women. Respect women! Um, I get it. Like, yeah, like, I get it. And, and stuff, just because, but, you know, like, she doesn't like it, but well, you know, it doesn't mean maybe, she can't. Maybe with, like, the fucking Becky Lynch-Ellsworth thing, they were just, like, playing it. They were just like seeing how. Maybe it they're goes. laying the groundwork for laying some intergender stuff. Yeah, exactly. They're doing the mix match challenge, which is cool. So maybe this could be a thing. But no, I mean it doesn't mean she can't wrestle women because Candice LeRae and the Mae Young Classic looked like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that finish of their last match, I hated how that how that ended. But you know, that's cool. It played out pretty well. For yeah. Everything involved. So yeah, I'm she okay. looked great. She was one of the better competitors in that in the Mae Young Classic. So it's like, all right, she knows what she's doing. It's I think it's I think it's less her wrestling. Men and more like I feel like a lot of women wrestlers, especially in the E, don't want to take the type of bumps that Candice LeRae can dish out. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Because, well, let's be real. If Candice LeRae is wrestling some fucking Alexa Bliss, she's not going to be wanting to take some goddamn bumps that she could make Cody Rhodes take. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like Cody bumped for Candice on numerous occasions. The Young Bucks bumped for Candice on numerous occasions. Alexa Bliss isn't going to do that. No one no. wants to get no. hurt. The shit no. she can do will hurt you sometimes. No one wants to take those bumps. No. I feel like that's part of it. But not saying there's like a difference between men and women, but like, come on, think. If you're in the E, you want to be safe. Yeah, you want to be safe. You don't want to be doing some wild shit. 
Except, so, you know, their success rate with safeness recently hasn't been the greatest. Shouts out <laughs> Dean Ambrose. Shouts out Paige. <laughs> Shouts out Paige. Um, uh, Sting. Uh, fucking Adam Copeland Edge. Ben Fowler. <laughs> What's Ben Fowler doing in the Impact Zone? Uh, but no, um, that Ricochet Ballad to, What's up? I hate game. that. I guess Ricochet had his farewell match, I believe, at the PWG. I heard it was a great match. I heard it was really good Let as well. And the locker room cleared out, and everyone had a moment. Kind of like when Chucky e. T won the title, and everyone kind of came out and was like, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but what was funny was Chucky e. T said something. I, don't, I didn't hear it. I just read it as text. He said something along the lines of, uh, enjoy 205 Live, you piece of shit. Uh, and I don't know if that I love Chucky me too but I don't know if that was <laughs> like a Chuck meme Taylor. or if it was like real cause I, you know what I mean I don't know if it was like if he was memeing a little bit or if it was uh, maybe, like real if it was a shoot uh, was it, was it, I can't tell but I haven't heard the, I haven't heard it I've only read it mm-hmm. so I don't know but I thought that was pretty funny so he had his farewell, he had his farewell, farewell match excuse me as I have a stroke on live podcast and uh, War Machine is nice. coming, is coming to the is to, coming to the E which is good for um, which is good for Roe because he's like married to Sarah Logan, who's on SmackDown. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's cool. We got two Vikings, three Vikings if you count Sarah Logan. Let's do it. That's a that's a man. It's I really hate to fight. weird seeing Warbeard because I remember when Hanson yeah. was known as oh I'm Handsome Johnny. Yeah, weird, and he, right? And he had no beard, yeah. and he was just like a sarcastic like prick. Like you knew he was ugly with no beard. Now look at and him. And he was handsome, Johnny. Now he's brutal as fuck. Yeah, and now awesome. he's uh, he's pulling a fucking so, cartwheels. Um, and and shit. Those are my headlines. I know they're reaching out for uh, some legends, women to come back for the Rumble. They've reached out to Michelle McCool and Molly Holly. Yes. yes. Which is kind of cool. I really want Victoria. Because yes, yes. she's one of my yeah. favorites. Victoria's great. I would love to see, like, Lita come out and do something. Because, like, jazz. I'd be okay with that. Uh, awesome Kong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome Kong said that she wasn't even contacted, but she's more than willing to show up, that she wants to. So and, um, there's a chance. So, so you're saying this. What you're telling me is there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like to see Lita come back. That would be awesome. I would love to see Trish do something, but, like, new mom, like, babe, like, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know if she's like. Obviously, she wouldn't be ring ready if she's like a two time mom. Like you're busy. Sorry, you can't be Brie Bella. <laughs> two time. I'd like to see like I'd like to see a Bella twin show up. Two time mom. That'd be awesome. I'd like to see like a Brie Bella return. That'd be cool because I like the Bella twins like towards the end of their run. Oh, no, they're dead. Oh, they were good. Yeah, they were, they were better. I, I like I liked like I liked Nikki towards the end of her run. Yeah, they br- they definitely they definitely. From what yeah. I heard, there's going to be at least seven NXT call ups. No, I don't. No, I don't say call ups, but just. Kind of like when they have like guest competitors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to say call-ups. Yeah, uh, They're call-ups. not real call-ups. So like that's Nikki just Cross. what I call them. I would love to see that. Nikki I would, Cross. I would say Nikki Cross. Cross. Awesome. I would like to see Aaliyah because I like her. The cat ears and shit. Yeah. Having oh. Aaliyah and Natalia feud over cats. Well, Aaliyah's been fucking grinding it for years. She's been doing pretty good. And she deserves her due. You know, get, they get bring some, her on there just to lose. Get somebody who we haven't seen so much in NXT. Get, like a, like, get like a Dakota Kai show. Or Lacey Evans. Yeah, she's good. She's blowing up. She, yeah, she's she good. She's Hell great. Yeah. Um, you know, that's going to be cool to see some of the NXT gals popping up, bring back some legends like a Victoria or Jazz. I'm excited. But none of it's going to matter because Ronda Rousey's winning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Uh, there was, oh, there's, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Triple H. Like you Oscars Yeah, no, Triple H was spotted with Ronda Rousey at like a nightclub. Not like in a Shit. creepy, like cheating on Steph way, but like. There were like people could see like papers being passed back and forth kind of way, and like the back of a van. As in a kind of like, oh, would you look at that? There's a hole in this wall. 
Oh, look! No, there are no cameras in this van. Click, click. What are those red lights, Paul? This is a totally legit taxi. <laughs> Why does it say fake taxi in the corner? Both sit in the back seat? <laughs> Here, sit on this couch. Hey, driver, put up that little wall. <laughs> Can um, you read this script? There's no script. If Ronda Rousey debuts at the the, the Women's Rumble, she's winning. Let's be real. It won't count as a loss for Asuka. She didn't get pinned. She, she's still undefeated. Getting getting eliminated from Could the Rumble does we, not count on your win-loss record. Could we get a Revy Hardy? No. 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 I that's not happening. No. She's, she has like an infant son. Yeah, she's got two kids has, right now with yeah. her husband being there. And they're they're going to be like... Here, Senator Benjamin, you're gonna watch the kids for now on. Yeah, it's not like a oh, Brie in the crowd. Put the with kids the kids. In it's the not ground. like it's not like a Brie Bella who had a kid and then went right back to training. It's like no, Rebby Sky's been out for a minute. So that'd be cool to see. I'm not gonna lie. It'd be amazing. But uh, if if Rousey does not debut at the Rumble, then Oscar's obviously gonna win. Well, yeah. Because my predict. This is like a this is a sad little little quick little prediction before I move on. Because uh, I don't have any other headlines. Is um. So I think for the women's rumble, somebody from Raw's winning it, probably Asuka. Yep. And I think for the SmackDown Rumble, some um, for the SmackDown, the men's rumble, somebody from SmackDown's winning it. <laughs> for the SmackDown Rumble. Yeah. Because somebody because you know, because if they're doing Roman and Lesnar, predict you know, Roman might Roman probably isn't gonna be in the rumble. And I because he's already the IC champion, could, he could pull double duty. It, but it would be awful if he won the rumble. If, another rumble, and he's gonna main event his fourth WrestleMania. Batista's gonna win. I don't think... Oh, we're not playing that card either. <laughs> oh, fuck no. We're not playing... That'd fuck be like, no. That'd be like if DDP won the Rumble that he just showed up in a couple years ago. I'd be like, what is this? I would have been stoked. That'd have been pretty lit. That'd have been pretty lit. It was me all along. But it would have been weird. I stalked Taker's life. I died, Sarah. I jerked off to you, Sarah, in the bushes. Same. Remember that time I kidnapped a man's wife? Yeah, her praying mantis. <laughs> she looks like a fucking praying mantis. For real. For real. Me and Sarah have been done doing DDP uh, yoga. My I think that wraps <laughs> it up dude. pretty much. That wraps it up, yeah. yeah. We're good. So, uh, with that being said, all of our headlines wrapped up. I'd like to go on our first commercial break. Yeah. And uh, from this point on right now, we're going to hit you with some fucking Black Palm who are playing on our February 3rd one-year anniversary show. It's also this my is, birthday. Yeah. It's his birthday. Yeah. This is Black Palm with Panic here on the Just Plain Filthy podcast. Fuck yeah. Yeah, 
What's up, everybody? We are back at the Just Played Filthy podcast, Woo-hoo! and on the line right now, we loud. have a connoisseur of unsigned bands of sorts. We have Andrew Ballerson from Unsigned Not Unheard. How are you, Andrew? I'm good, man. How are you? Not too bad, actually. We're having a couple beers. We're getting a little weird. We yeah. fucking like it. Can I have another one? or am I... uh, You can have the rest of mine. Yeah, thanks, yeah, pal. there you go. Merry Christmas, Dad. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, so, Andrew, now that we have you on the line, do you want to give us a little rundown of what Unsigned Not Unheard is? Yeah, uh, Unsigned Not Unheard is basically a platform I created so that fans and fans alike from all over the world can find unsigned and underground music that they otherwise would have no access to. Awesome. You've been at this for quite a while now. Yeah, a few years now. Uh, probably about two or three years now, yeah. Yes, I remember when I first started in one of my other projects, I think it was uh, Indie Movement, you were like, cool, if you need any unsigned bands, let me know, because I started Unsigned Not Unheard, and then I'm still doing this, and you're still doing that, and that's fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I forgot about the Indie Movement, yeah, I remember that now. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Uh, I had questions in line, bro. All right. Well, you think I've yeah, got, I've you got, got some stuff. I got a question. You got for some you. stuff. This three. What, Devin? I'm just playing filthy podcast. <laughs> what um, <laughs> what made you decide to want to start this? Fuck, that's my question. Uh, I was just kind of at a place in my life where I needed to fill some downtime, essentially. And uh, music has always been a a great outlet and. I remember back when I was in like high school and I would go to these underground shows, like local shows we had, they did them like once a month and there would be like 20 local bands. <clears throat> and those bands would always turn into some of my favorite bands that, you know, nobody else was hearing that wasn't in the area. So it kind of started out with me kind of pushing some of the local music around here and then, uh, and then it went global pretty quick, which is amazing. Yeah. So now I got bands everywhere, literally. Yeah, I've been uh, I've I've perused the page quite a few times, and I I've noticed perused. perused that's a, that's I've a got ten. a vocabulary, all that's right. Like a, that's like a ten dollar Scrabble word, man. That's like fifty <laughs> points. Perused. That's fifty points. Uh, no, I perused page, and I found a lot of stuff that I like, and I like globally, like having your site reach global appreciation and like global recognition is something that it it's would have been unfathomable in the pre-internet age and i think yeah. that's um like that's amazing good on you dude um what are some of the best local like unsigned bands that you've heard in like maybe the past six months that's a pretty good question uh i'll say mesa is has become one of my favorites and they're out of uh syria which is crazy i mean considering Considering what's going on around them guys, oh they're yeah, out some of the heaviest thrash that I've ever heard. I mean, it, it's it's amazing music. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess uh, Distance Defined is a big one as well. They're out of Alaska. They're kind of like a, a metalcore vibe. Oh, they're they're damn good. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Devil Speak. They're like another thrash band out of South Africa. That they're they're just badass. Um, Brave Huffer. Out of a, well, they're signed. Dude, I fucking anyway. love Grave Huffer. Yeah, Grave Huffer kicks ass. Um, 
shit to work. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys played, uh, had them on a compilation. Yeah, right? they were on our yeah. uh, our second compilation. Yeah. 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 Shit to around. work is badass. Uh, I mean, there's so many. Uh, we could sit here all night talking about different bands. And well, I don't yeah. mind doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely, we definitely love all of that. And, like, the fact that a band out of Syria is gaining such traction is great. It just proves that political discourse breeds creativity. And that's oh, yeah. that's one of the things that I love about the style of music that we listen to is no matter how much bad is going on in the world, something good is coming out of it. Yeah. Musically, anyway. Musically. <laughs> yeah. Death is not really yeah. good. Yeah. No, death is not <laughs> death good is at all. Good. You yeah, know this, what I mean. But the trash, though. No, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> It must be, it must be like a kid in a candy store for you. Now that it's kind of become a global thing, you get access and you get to listen to all sorts of bands that you would have never heard of. Oh yeah, it's like a, a literal I, dream come true. I get messages in my inbox that are just different bands. Hey, check me out because you know sometimes there's time constraints, but I oh, love when I get some downtime. I can just check out some new music. And like I said, I'm getting it from every state, from every. You know, every continent I can think of, I mean, all over the world, and all different genres, and I'm really, really open-minded when it comes to, to music. Um, I, I prefer heavier stuff, but I, I really am open-minded. I like a lot of different genres, a lot of sub-genres, right. so I, I pretty much get the, the best of everything. Oh, hell yeah. I, got a, I have another quick little follow-up question. Real quick. Uh, you mentioned that your inbox is typically full of a lot of bands going, hey, check me out, check me out. Do you ever have that moment where you're listening to a band that sent you something and you didn't necessarily like it, but you post it anyway because the fans might like it? Do you ever have that moment where you're like, your personal taste, you kind of have to put on the back burner for the band, for the, the group as a whole? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, um... If that makes any sense. I'm open-minded, but, uh, you know, not everything is going to float my so to speak. But I'm also under the mindset that if I don't have to be a fan myself for somebody else to find this band, and I've always said if I share a band and you gain one fan from it, that's that's a win. Yeah, I'm not. We don't have to look at big numbers. We're just looking at that one fan to turn into your biggest fan. Right. So I don't have to be the one to like it. Anybody out there can be the one to like it, and then they're sharing it with their friends and so on and so forth, and they're the ones buying merch. And, I mean, who knows? They're traveling to see a show. I mean, anything could happen, you know? It, exactly. It's, good. So it's, a, it's a giant yeah. creative yeah. melting pot, You're helping out the scene as a whole. Yeah, which exactly. Good, which is important. So. It's very... very um, in this line of work, it's very, it's very easy to become uh, stagnant and, like, just try it, like... There are some days where you don't really do much of anything. And what helps you, like, keep (laughs) posting and keep finding new material? Because I have this problem a lot where I have ADHD and I get super distracted. Super side drive. What keeps you focused? Yeah, what keeps you focused? What keeps you focused on making making this the biggest and the best thing you can make it? Titties. Uh, for myself, you know, I mean, I'm human, so I kind of go through different spells where uh, there's times where I'm certainly a lot more active than other times. Um, but for myself, sometimes it'll be like um, like like bands that a friend 
will have me check out or or bands will message me and it's something that I'm really into. And, check out and the then mixtape. from there, I kind of like diving into the scene that they're in. So I kind of want to check out like bands that are in the same area as them. And uh, I mean, it, stuff like that just kind of keeps me keeps me motivated, keeps, keeps me wanting to do it, because uh, I'm just finding new stuff, and then I tend to just kind of get excited, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like work or anything like that, it's just, uh, it's a hobby that I, I really just dive into, and, and it's a stress reliever more than anything, so it's not really, it, it doesn't feel like a chore to keep it going, I, I, I have this like inner desire, I want to just keep doing it, because it gets my mind off of other stuff, you know? Yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense a lot, Do, well, yeah, that's actually some really good insight. We're getting we're getting advice. We're, we're getting we're that. getting told. I enjoy that. We're I might actually learned. I might bring back fan of the day if I, say that again. If if I can put that to use, I might bring back <laughs> band of the day. Yeah. Huh? when we first started this, I did band of the day. Well, now we have a place to get bands. Now we now exactly. we, we have the band plug. We know the guy. <laughs> That can give us good bands we to got, plug. We got the hookup. We got the, he's the band plug. Well, that's great. See, that's good, we're learning. It's a shared experience. TJ, do you have anything to add? I'm fucking too drunk for this. Great. That's what I, <laughs> as, as expected, TJ is drunk. We're about an hour into the podcast. Seems about right. Yeah. Uh, what is, uh, you know, let's go a quick look. Me being me, I got all these questions. What is, uh, you mentioned... Favorite band of the past six, six months, months or so. Yes. What's your favorite band of all time? We'll go. We'll go a little deeper. What's your favorite band yeah, right now? My favorite band ever, like signed, unsigned, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just your favorite band. My my favorite band of all time is Black Sabbath. My guy. Yes. My, right. yes. okay. <laughs> my, my man. Okay. My man. My man. Classic. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah, Rick and Morty Mel, man. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for I only down tuning his guitar and they weren't coming out with them, you know. Dark riffs and, and all that shit back then. Uh, I don't think metal would have progressed as quick as it did. I so, agree. Black Sabbath to me is just that's the go-to. I love them. Coming out uh, playing the playing I the, them live, I think three times. I, I, oh wow, I, that's I can't awesome. Say enough about that band. Play coming out when they debuted, playing the Devil's Third, playing Tri Notes, scaring all these Bible moms. Oh man, that was the best. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best stuff. Yeah. That's good. Oh that's... my god. <laughs> What? That's an, oh, I love this. I bet you. Well, you're TJ. You need to sober up for interviews, fam. <laughs> you need to get your shit together. <laughs> this isn't an interview anymore, TJ. This is your intervention. You I'm need to sorry. Be... <laughs> TJ, I'll we love change. you. Um, what else can, what ah, else can we ask? Fuck. What else can we ask? What other questions do we have? I have. I have something. Go do you on. Have something. It's not really a question, Great. but it's more of a reminder and things that you and me have worked together. You oh yeah, we can I, talk about this. You and can I have worked together. Yet? Yeah, well, just the idea. We don't have anything set in stone yet. So, Andrew. Right. We have this idea of a certain contest. Where unsigned, not unheard, and just plain filthy are going to come together, and the idea is to reward one band the opportunity of being the theme song for a certain independent wrestler. Right. Can you further elaborate what your ideas for this are? Because I remember you came up with the idea originally, and I just kind of was like, yo, I've got some hookups, let's do this. Yeah, um, well, first off, I thought you were the perfect guy to help me out with this idea. Um, most people probably have no idea that uh, before Unsight Not Unheard, 
I had a page called Wrestling Fanatics, which was all about wrestling, and you were actually an admin on that. That's how we met, if you remember. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, as time is going on, uh, turns out you and me actually have a lot in common. Uh, we, we like uh, certain style of music, we like wrestling, and, and you have a lot of connections with a lot of independent wrestlers. So I just, I had this idea that it would be really cool if, if there could be a contest for underground or unsigned bands. Um, and, and if, if an indie wrestler would be willing to, to be a part of it to where their entrance uh, theme song, so to speak, uh, could, could be the winner of this contest. And I thought it would be great exposure for both the wrestler and, the, and any band involved in the contest, especially the winner. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I'm really glad that when I brought it up to you, you were uh, you're pretty much on board right away. Uh, you didn't right really away. have any doubts, it didn't sound like. No, I, I was like, I have a couple people in mind. I want to throw it out there to more just in case somebody's really into this idea. Yeah. They're like, fuck yeah, I'm your guy. And, and then I'm like, yo, I got somebody now, and we can just work yeah. with it right from there. And it's such an, it's such an original idea, yeah, too. I don't think you, don't, you don't really hear about that really happening. Yeah, I don't think anybody's like done anything like this yeah. before. I mean, at least not to my knowledge. I, mean, I was sold on know? the idea immediately. Yeah, once I found out, I was, immediately on, I was also immediately on board. It's just, it's such an original idea, and it's such a good collaboration between... Two pages, I guess, and two groups of people with their own my, fan bases. And my fucking brother it's good. It's is good constantly, constantly like, "What's the connection between heavy, heavy music and wrestling?" And I'm like, "There's tons of connections, dude." Yeah, oh, you, yeah. Have, you have to look, you know. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you know, so all you have to do is look at it and be like, "Oh, there's the connection." There's the connection. And wrestling like, and heavy metal go hand in hand, and it's been like that for quite some time. Yeah, wa watch Raw for like five seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, watch watch Monday Night Raw from like the late '90s to early 2000s, and you'll know. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like... Open your eyes, that what the, the theme song was called back then, if I remember right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Son of a bitch, yeah. yeah. You know, they had, um... You know, when they used... They, they'd have, like, air quotes. I'm going to put this in air quotes. Metal bands, like, playing WrestleMania and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. They had, like, yeah, Orange, yeah. they had Code Orange... They had Code Orange... They had Code Orange and fucking TakeOver. Yeah, at NXT. At NXT. Which was cool. I mean, they also had Limp Biscuit play once, and that was cool, and... Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, well, yeah, like, like you just said, I mean, what? Code Orange just played NXT, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the biggest heavy bands up and coming right now. Yeah. I fucking love Code Orange. They had, hey. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, that, uh, their latest release was crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that latest release was wild. Um, like, oh, what's, um, who's the vocalist that in Aleister Black's theme? What's that band? Incendiary. Incendiary. Yeah, that's great too. I'm yes. a huge fan Incendiary of that. Incendiary is so good. It's just like it's wrestling and metal go hand in hand. Like the connection is, it's just, it's like strung together perfectly. It, it heavy metal is wrestling and wrestling is heavy metal. Especially a lot, a lot of the gimmicks that have been popping up since the early '90s, uh, they tie. You can tie metal in with basically any of that. Like the headbangers. Yeah, the headbangers. I fuck <laughs> no, my I have a signed picture of the headbangers somewhere Who signed it? in this apartment. Both of them. You wanna know why? My mom worked with their mom. That's cool, man. Good I connection. have a signed picture of Doink the Clown by the original Doink the Clown in my apartment. That's pretty cool. 
And it says 2TJ. Oh, you got Bret Hart? I got Bret Hart if that counts. Yeah, that yeah, counts. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are fans of the Hitman. I got to take my kids to meet him a few years ago, and it was a pretty awesome experience. That's awesome. Oh. I got to hold the megaphone. I thought I could get it again myself. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Oh. If I could hold Jimmy Hart's megaphone and just scream. Mouth of the, mouth of the South. Scream whatever I want Bret out Hart's of it. lesbian mom-looking dick. <laughs> TJ, you're drunk. Go home. Let's <laughs> Yeah, that's great. You know, I'm I'm stoked for the contest. I want do is like is it for any are we can, is it for any wrestler in particular? Any any wrestler that answers and was like, yo, it's like I'm down. We want oh, okay. the first one that's it's, totally down with it. Then we're gonna. It's yeah, not an official that. thing yet. We don't have anybody. Right. We don't have a date. Like we don't have a wrestler. Stages. But this is the concept that we're putting out there, and we're putting it out there into the ether for yeah. everyone. So if who is interested, any wrestlers and any bands that wrestlers that and bands get board, at us. You know, I it, it would or be, get at Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Go like, yeah, go like his stuff. Yeah, like, go don't, like... Don't just, don't just like us. Like yeah. everybody. He's way bigger than us, but whatever. I don't know. <laughs> there, there could be some fans of ours that don't know. You don't know. Well, there's cross-section. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to help everyone, TJ. <laughs> You're drunk ass. So, do we got anything else? We've talked about metal, wrestling, history of that. If you have any plugs, I would say now would be the time to plug it. Yeah, if there's anything you got going on that you want to share, plug your page and do all that fun uh, stuff. Actually, um, yeah, New Year's Day, I released my fourth compilation. It's called Volume 4, Suicide Circus. Uh, there's 20 bands on this one. Um, it's, a, it's a really great mix. Um, uh, like I said, there's four compilations on there, so if you go on Bandcamp, which that's where it's at, all four compilations are free. Um, Prison City Brigade is a punk band out of Illinois, and Slam is an instrumental band out of uh, uh, the UK, and they've actually been on every single compilation. And uh, Slam has actually had a, a brand new track for each compilation, too. It premieres through uh, the UNU compilations. So I definitely recommend everybody go download those, because like I said, four, four free albums with 18 to 20 tracks apiece, uh, you can't lose. That's <laughs> you know? amazing. All right. And then also, uh, on top of that, I have a radio show. Uh, um, I'm, I'm one of three people that's involved. It's the Universe Records show. It's played on uh, Radio Roach, which www.radioroach.com. Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, and then it replays Thursday at 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central Time. So definitely recommend everybody to check all that out. Awesome. And speaking of Slam, you actually requested that we played some Slam. So, with and that being gonna, said... And we're going to grant you that request. Yeah, like a fucking Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. Jesus. Oh, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, anyway. With that being said, this is Slam with Patient Zero. Thank you for calling us and doing this little Q&A with us, Andrew. Oh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was fun. Right yeah, on. Thank you very much. And anyway, this is Slam. With Patient Zero. Who are you? I want to know who you are.
No. No. no! no! motherfuckers it's time for some shout outs now we have so many bands that we are friends with a few companies a few brands that we are friends with as well and we would like to take this time to say thank you and hope that you go out of your way and support these people so let's go down the list shall we black palm at blackpalmhc.bandcamp.com lone wolf at facebook.com slash L-V-N-E-W-V-L-F official. Psychic Weight at psychicweight.bandcamp.com Letting Go at lettinggonh.bandcamp.com Keonashi at K-A-O-N-A-S-H-I-P-A dot bandcamp.com Pillbook at pillbookband.bandcamp.com Fathom Farewell has their very own website. Check them out at fathomfarewell.com Winter House Podcast, a video game podcast from a few of our friends over at The Waking Life. Check them out at whgaming.podomatic.com. Unsigned, not unheard. A great platform for unsigned bands, artists, or lesser-known locals. Check them out at unsignednotunheard.bandcamp.com. And lastly, if you support our buddy Masada, then... We support you. So go check out Def Rep, some awesome streetwear. And right now, they are doing so much good shit with Masada. So go out of your way and check out Def Rep at defrep.com. And we're back. Yeah. Do you, do you guys know the way? We know the way. Spit on the false queen! I am fucking lost. Ugandan <laughs> Knuckles! Hey, Ugandan Knuckles 2020 better than Tide Pods. Oh, that uh, You can't eat Ugandan Knuckles unless you get into a fist fight. Exactly. We're back and we have a few more plugs. We have the plugs that we want to do every week because these people fucking rock. Hell yeah. But as well as them, we have a couple events that we want to plug. Yeah, we Hell get, yeah. Let's get it. Uh, Hood Slam Femmed Out. Our good friend and sponsored athlete, Brittany Wonder, is going to be at this event. And it's a 21 plus $20 cover charge. February 24th at the Oakland Metro Opera House. So if you're on the west side, definitely check out this show. Because it started as a scary idea that came out to be the most popular show of the year. Where... People would all cross-dress and become the exact opposite gender to just promote gender equality and feminism and all that shit in a positive way. None of that fucking, ugh, feminism. So I find it's a pretty fun idea because I think uh, a couple years ago they had Dark Sheik dressing up as as a chick. I don't remember exactly who he did. And then I think the Stoner Brothers dressed up as a pair of tits. (laughs) <laughs> that was pretty if fun. Were I to cross dress, it would just be me in a wig and some pumps, and I'd probably be pregnant. Yeah. So it's life. And I think Bree Wonder last year, at least, maybe this year, I don't remember what the picture was taken, 
But she was Star Lord from Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Oh, nice. That's awesome. That's pretty dope. I'm on board. Um, uh, so once again, February 24th, twenty dollar cover charge. Don't bring your fucking kids. February 24th. Yeah. Oakland Metro House, Oakland, California. Don't bring your kids to a wrestling show. Don't bring your kids to a restaurant to eat. Don't, don't let your kids watch. Don't Logan bring your kids Paul. to a movie. Keep your kids at home. All right, hold on. Unless they can cognize like rational thought. Like, don't bring your infant to a wrestling show or a restaurant or a movie, because they're just going to cry and ruin shit. While we're on the subject of kids watching things, well, like, but but kids going, kids, going, kids going to wrestling shows has spawned some of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Cough, Cough, Edge, and Christian. Yes. But, like, they're, like, like 10. Like, that's cool. Like, infants, like, don't they don't remember them. shit. Like, no one cares. Don't do that. Yeah, leave your kid at home or, like, run it over. But since we're on the subject love, of kids watching things... That they shouldn't watch. Uh, while we were on break, so our parents do. Uh, some asshole named Logan Paul. We're not talking uh, about this. Oh, I am talking about it. Whatever. We're, no, we're, we're plugging, just let him do what he does. We were plugging shows. Okay, I will do it after. Plug shows more. No, <laughs> we're no. God damn it! For once in our, our podcasting career, we're staying on track. TJ, finish plugging your shows. Okay. So Fuck. as well as Brittany Wonder doing yes. her show in California. Our oh, sponsored athlete, Joshua Briggs, Hell yeah. you'll get to it. Is taking over Canada. Now Josh Briggs is the tallest one there. Is like, debuting at C4 Canada? Wrestling <laughs> I hope so. on January 20th. C4 Wrestling. It's in the mouth of madness. And the card is stacked as fuck. And his match only adds to it. Let me just run down the card for you real quick. Do it, dog. The main event is set to be the Diamond Tiger to- uh, Kobe Durst versus Vanessa Craven for the C4 um, World Championships. Okay. And then it's um, the Tabernacle team, Matthew Saint-Jacques versus Thomas Dubois Neither versus Ooh. Evil Ono and the Beast King, Frankie the Mobster. Okay. Nice. The, I'm I'm a huge Frankie the Mobster fan. Always has been. So that's a huge thing. Special challenge match: LAX versus Monster mm-hmm. Mafia. Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. Is it cool LAX or is it current LAX? Uh, <laughs> Santana and uh, well, Drastic and Ortiz. Uh, so right, newer. But um, all you know, what? I'll that's allow it. And the <laughs> match with our boy in it is Stu Grayson from Super Smash Brothers Ooh. facing off okay. against Josh Ooh. Briggs. Okay. And it's the okay. first time ever about, so I'm Save pretty fucking show. excited for that. That's gonna be kind of cool. And last but not least, on the show, on the day that we have our one year anniversary show, yeah, over in New York, because I'm sure if you're going to that show, you can't fucking make it to ours. So, but whatever. you should, you should go to both somehow. Somehow, make it. Clone yourself, send one to one, one the other, and videotape both. Yeah. Um, Eat ass at one show. House of Glory presents Beware the Fury. Oh, on oh, Saturday, that, February third, no one's going to see us if they're going to House of Glory. But anyway, um, at the NYC Arena in Queens, New York, bell time is eight p.m. But all you need to know for the selling point of this whole thing is the World Championship match between Loki and Amazing Red. Ooh, ridiculous! If you think New York indie wrestling, <laughs> these are usually the two names that pop into your that head. Unless so you're thinking good. of like fucking the Hit Squad, or you're thinking Brian XL, which all have ties to House Glory. That Somebody those are the two names you think. Somebody tape it because I'm busy that night. <laughs> nah, don't do that. Don't give Casey what he wants. 
<laughs> so once again, Saber, Saturday, February third. I almost combined the two. Saber. Saturday, February third, two thousand eighteen. This year, uh, Loki versus Amazing Red at the NYC Arena in Queens, New York, for House of Glory. You can buy your tickets at hogwrestling.net, but there's there's no promising. It's not already sold out. Yeah. So then you should come to us. And, uh, Casey, before I do the last plug, I'll let you go on your way saying what you need to say. All right. God damn it. While we were on break, uh, a popular Viner, uh, former Viner, now he's on YouTube doing stupid shit. Uh, no, decide- don't. Just because he's an asshole, don't discredit him. Okay. Don't, don't S- give don't him. Don't Vine. Don't, yeah, don't talk about Vine I like that. I watch it every fucking night. Okay, I love YouTube, Vine. Compilation. I love yeah. Vine, but... No, he's arguably the biggest content creator on the website, because if you undersell what he does, it's going to make what you have to say seem less impactful. Yes, okay. He's the he, biggest, with the biggest audience on YouTube right now, with YouTube Red series is, is all over the place. Okay, so I'm is, not discrediting is, the stuff he does, but what did he... He's has, the Metallica of YouTube. What, the... Most well, recent thing that he has yeah, done, biggest he course. went to Japan, As he went to the suicide forest, found a dead body, he had multiple people with him. Used it for content. Uh, used it for content. Put it in the thumbnail. Put it in the thumbnail. If you find a fucking dead body, turn off your fucking camera, walk out of the suicide forest, Go home and never fucking talk about the experience again. Just Call the police before you leave the forest. We should just make this a segment called Casey Spikes the Microphone. No, this is Casey's grievance. <laughs> I'm, so this is Casey's grievance this, section. This is what I was fucking wanting to talk about. Because okay, every week we're going to have Casey's pissed off thing about something. No, Casey's I, grievance Jesus is because it's a song. It's like a bubbly happy this song. I'll make it. I'll make fucking... it. Fucking... Like All right. It was like the darkness. The thing about it that fucking pisses me <laughs> off is, A, not only did he have to have somebody edit this video together, B, at no point during Damn the off. entire editing process did that person Shred come off. to him and go, maybe we shouldn't upload this, and at <laughs> no sick. point between that, between sitting on the video for what had to have been a couple days... <laughs> At no point did he think, maybe I shouldn't fucking upload this. Because it's videos like that, it is content like that, which makes it harder for other content creators, namely us and others, to do what we do. I wouldn't call ourselves content creators Uh, necessarily. We write skits and shit. Well, like, you know, to be a content creator, I'm not gonna take away from what you said and what you should probably do is you should clip all this audio and like smush it down because it's just spiked audio and then like <laughs> at the end of the clip where i start talking because i'm irrational we can just <laughs> we can just leave it where it is no uh <laughs> not to take away from what you're saying at all because i wouldn't i would never do that because i agree with everything you say i wouldn't necessarily call us content creators because we're not creating content on youtube really every single day and that really. is either that is but I, we create yeah, we all be create. It's difficult for but I think that, media creators as a whole, not just YouTube. But I think that it's such a, it's such an umbrella term to call ourselves to call anyone content anyone to call themselves a content creator when they're not doing it on a weekly or daily schedule, or as like on a some like on a consistent schedule. And that's just such a blanket term because I could put I, <laughs> I put out videos. I don't call myself a content creator. I'm not doing it at the level or at the consistency of anyone else. I'm just doing shit. 
you know? Yeah. I would I would like for us to be at some point content creators where it's like a semi regular thing, whether it be sketches, a vlog, or something of anything. Well, like, you if know some what I mean? asshole gets shit shut down before we even reach that point, then fuck. We're okay. we're not nothing we do will ever be monetizable yeah. on the internet. That's YouTube good. anyway, not like other shit maybe like merch and stuff, but like nothing on YouTube will ever be. Hope merch. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm <laughs> Judge, you mean uh, that thing just we do? Just play filthy.bigcartel.com. Um, yeah, yeah do it. Yeah, but, you know, it's like... We'll release a uh, fucking... I wouldn't, fucking I wouldn't even call ourselves content creators in that regard yet. Because yeah, it's not... <laughs> nothing we're doing is monetizable yet. We're not doing it on a consistent basis. Just because we make content doesn't make us content creators, if that makes any sense. It's true. such an umbrella term. It, it's, so a very, it's a very broad term. Yeah. But for people just starting out and brands just starting out... Yeah. It's stuff important. like this... It hurts. ...that could potentially... A, ruin YouTube No, there's, there's, not, there's nothing potential about it. it. It's hurting the platform. Yeah. You, because, they, like you said, he has a team. He's not one guy editing shit by himself. Like, I make a video, it's me editing it. Exactly. I'm the only, if I see something terrible, I can go, eh, maybe not. I don't have a yes man. No one's going to be like, no, Devin, this is fucking great. Besides me going, no, Devin, this is fucking great. It was just a meme. Uh, check out my new video. Um, Sla- Slavo reacts. Um, Slavo reacts. I it's good. It's true. It on Slavo only tell truth, no lies. No 9/11 lies. 9/11 was inside job. That's truth, no lie. Um, I was the grassy no. Building seven. Like time time time. building seven. <laughs> I, I guess the the point I was trying to make is we're a bunch of filthy fucks. For the most part. We we don't really care about what is offensive. We make off color jokes all the time. Off color humor is kind of our thing. Yeah. That video Borderline offended me. Borderline racist humor uh, from my That end. video offended me on a personal level so. and I try not to get offended easily. No. Well, certain shit like Fucking I get snowflake. It. You know, little, big old baby <laughs> bitch. But no, no, I get it because when I, at the start of your rant when I preface that he is the biggest thing on the platform and YouTube is a huge platform for no one on his and team. fuck PewDiePie for fucking piggybacking off of that to decide to try to save your worthless reputation, you fuckhead. All right, he said a racist thing like twice. Off, off camera, off podcast, we've said racist things numerous times. Let's be yes, real. Let's be real. Every white person has said the N-word. Let's be, it's just a thing that's had, that has happened. Let's be real. I say it with an O, just to be an animator. Shut up. God damn, shut up. But. <laughs> I say nigga. Stop it. No, <laughs> oh, seriously. Cut that part. That, we're not keeping that. We're done. That was 2018. No, we're, we're, done. we're keeping it. No, it's 2018. We're done with that. But like, that's played <laughs> out. Shut up. But. <laughs> Do you have another drink? No. But. Drink them all. Jesus. But like, uh. <coughs> yeah, no, he's the biggest thing. So to do something on the level that he did. And to, and then he everyone. he linked to, from what I heard. I never saw the full video because I honestly I, I it got I, taken down before. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, but they, there were re-uploads and stuff from yeah. like other people. I couldn't get through the whole thing because I was just like, why? Like, what the fuck am I watching? And I, I from what I heard, he linked to his merch before he like his merch brand and stuff before he linked to the suicide hotline, which is like the shittiest thing you could possibly I didn't do. Because he said he's like because he didn't monetize that video because he wanted it to be about suicide prevention. But then like he like him and his fan like his team that was there they laughed while they were there. Yeah. And they if you watch the whole vlogging experience from him in Japan, he disrespected people the entire time. He was throwing yeah. po- he was like rolling pokeballs at people like he yeah. was saying dumb shit. I fucking saw that he was running and he around has a, in a fucking hat and a kimono. Yeah. He um he had flipping people off and people like, like, he had like a history oh. of. Doing and saying racist no, things. Yeah, no me good. See, no me gusta. Ay, ay. But he had like a history of saying and doing like really racist things on like Twitter and stuff. What the punta? From uh, see, 
Well, from like from years ago. So I'm not shocked that this happened. I'm not. I mean, I'm not shocked by really much anything anymore. But like, I'm not surprised that this happened. I'm shocked that YouTube didn't jump on it quicker. Yeah. Because they first they just were like, oh, we're gonna make sure a video like this can never be made again. And you know, it's not his fault. You know, blah blah blah. Like, and YouTube was trying to like defend their John Cena essentially. Yeah. Their Hulk Hogan. He was trying to defend them. To defend him, and then they're like, "Nope, we took him." Well, they gave him the PewDiePie treatment. They can't. I, no, no, they gave him the PewDiePie treatment days after, or like a week after, when it should have been done. It the should next have been day. done immediately. So they took him off of the the preferred Google AdSense. So now he's just like all the normies getting normie ads. He's not getting yep. the big bucks anymore. That's what separates like. That's what separated a PewDiePie from a Markiplier was the incredible ad Google AdSense. Yeah, exactly. You know? and then but now it now and then he got his YouTube red shit canceled or are put on hold essentially good. some of it got canceled i think but a lot of it's on hold which is good and then logan paul is like yeah i'm gonna take some time off of youtube it's like all right what you're gonna do is you're gonna take time off and then come back like a month later and be like hey do, nothing do, ever happened do more ignorant shit yeah like when so i I'm posted my big fucking do when milk. i posted my big fucking logan paul rant on yeah. fucking facebook or whatever a couple of days after it happened Somebody was like, so people have different responses to death. And I was like, I don't care about that. I don't care what his yeah, response that, None of that matters. The fact that you videotaped the, fact the corpse. That you videotaped it like, and I'm was Phil, what Phil, bothered me. The other YouTube giant, Philip DeFranco, said it best. Imagine that you you make... I love Philip DeFranco. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Philly D. You make a video. I mean, uh, you, you decide to take your life. You go about your day. And you're like, I'm going to go to the suicide forest and I'm going to take my life. And you succeed in your goal only to end up in a Logan Paul video. Yeah. Like, how would that make you feel? Awful. Terrible. Used for views. Used for content. They used your lifeless corpse for content. At least make it a Thomas Sanders video. Do Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you could sing a song about it. But no, it's like... I can show and you know, it I think it, it's... It's the, I have an issue with the Paul brothers because they have never been told no. No. And that is a huge issue. Uh, fucking Christian... Wh- I forget his last name. Gray? <laughs> no. Uh, just the, just he Christian, was an- the he was another vi- He was another Viner that went to UC. Oh, I know what Vincent, you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian... It starts with a D. I know what you're talking about. He said he knew the, lo- like the, the Paul brothers. Uh, he knew both of them. And... Uh, they're both basically monsters. Yeah, they're like, terrible people. But like, you know, but we're, we're sticking to the thing. Like, you don't do that. And then there was a Japanese YouTuber, Raina Scully, who's my, who's my queen. The queen! The queen! Who's from Japan. And she was like, torn up about it, obviously. Because the well, Suicide Force, that's people are gonna, people are gonna make there. the thing of like, Oh, the Suicide Force is a tourist attraction. Kind of, kind of, sorta. They do advertise that forest, but they don't advertise you going there to fucking kill yourself. They make it a travel destination in certain pamphlets and certain travel plans when you visit Japan. But what they don't fucking do is say, "Hey, look for corpses." They don't. It's just, it's a beautiful, serene place. It's a wonderful place to visit. It, but it just it's the suicide forest. Yeah, exactly. Don't I'm go so- fucking around. I'm sorry that my body. little bit of news like. Took, took over the last section. That's yeah. fine. We get no. He plugged his shows. I don't have any non-wrestling headlines besides my video. Go check it out. Look up my name on YouTube. You'll find me. 
Subscribe. Look up his name on xnxx.com. Yeah, you're gonna find some things. Pornhub. Um, don't what, don't tempt me like I'm not. Like I wouldn't upload my whole movies. And lastly, bitch, for headlines, I have two non-wrestling headlines. Yeah, let's do it real quick. Um, let's get it. First one, because it's fucking ridiculous. U.S. singer Chris Brown could face jail time for not having a permit to own his pet capuchin monkey. Oh, capuchins nice. are so cute. California Wildlife Department seized the primate named Fiji from the star's Los Angeles home after so he, racist. After he posted an Instagram video of his three-year-old daughter cuddling, it drew half a dozen calls from concerned followers. Chris Brown was not home when agents executed the search warrant on the 2nd of January, but employees handled the animal over and since it's been a cooperative measure. According to Department of the department's captain, Patrick Foy, he may now face a misdemeanor charge, which carries a potential six months in prison. Could you imagine... For a monkey? Could you imagine monkey. getting away with, with fucking up Rihanna's face? And then going to jail because he owned a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Solid point. You know, what does that say about the justice system in America? You oh. beat up a woman and more or less get away with it. You have an illegal chimp, illegal capuchin in your house, and you doing time. Nothing Which isn't a, a fucking woman. like worry or a danger to probably like, anybody. Was the did the capuchin have all of its shots? Was it documented? Did it have an ID chip? Like, was it a real pet, or did you just fucking have it in your house? Like, is it a re was it a real domestic pet, or did it just fucking show up in your backyard, and you're like, oh, shit, Fiji. You know, it's a lot... You know, was it like a real pet, and it was, like, chilling with your with your, your daughter? Which, by the way, Chris Brown, you knocked up a stripper. Fucking idiot. But, but anyway. And then, you and then you named a record after your daughter's name, like... Ew, that's like some deadbeat dad shit. Like, like, what is that? That's like the guy that has, like... The guy that's only around every couple of days out of the month to, like, hang out with his daughter, probably does construction work, and has his kid's name in the big font, a big text on his forearm. I'm a good dad. You're a deadbeat dad. Like a 22-year-old mom who has the word Aiden written on her arm like, because of her fucking king son who she steals Like, 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 you're, like you're cool and all, but you're a deadbeat dad. I know, I can't, don't blame the mom. Don't blame the mom. Unless they're a deadbeat mom, and then you suck. But, like, no, Chris Brown, you're a deadbeat. You shouldn't be having no pets. You probably shouldn't even have custody of your kid because you're a psychopath. Uh, fuck you. Like Deadbeat mom's are like a poop baby. Deadbeat like, mom? Yeah, she's like, nope. Deadbeat like mom's is a great no effect song. Deadbeat mom's a great tune. Like I used to say, nothing beats a beautiful girl with a sing good singing voice except Chris Brown. Damn! <laughs> okay. And lastly, um, Devastation of the Nation tour. Okay. For the last couple of years, has been fucking ruling in the world of metal, hardcore, and grindcore music, and this year looks to not disappoint at all because Aborted will headline the fourth annual Devastation of the Nation tour this spring. The tour will run May 25th through June 23rd, and will also feature Psychroptic, Archaic, Ingested. Venom Prison and Disentomb, as well with a couple others like Veil of Nath and Signs of the Swarm. Veil of Nath. Yeah. Aborted's vocalist Sven Avernus said on the tour that they could be they could not be more stoked to be headlining this year's Devastation of the Nation tour. 
This marks our return to the States since it's been the last few years that the... Last few years, and also the first Retro Gore Tour stateside. They said to get ready for a full lineup of killer bands and many blast beats to grind. Uh, dates and venues will be announced more come Wednesday, January 17th. There you go. But with the bands already announced, I really hope that it comes this way. And then I'm going to be like, hey, yo, let me, let me vend that. There's always a hustle. There's always a money We're making. We're always on the grind. Yeah. So y'all are my, my, said, my only money making. My, my only grind is when I grind up these fat nugs to put in that pipe, fam. Smoke weed every day, 420, blaze it. And now the last thing that we have to talk about for the show. Uh, I'm sure you've guys seen the flyers. You guys heard the buzz. Fuck yes. You've seen it all over the place. We've Shit, been putting them on. Windshield wipers and random cars up in stores and shit. G-strings of various strippers, if you are me. Yeah, if you are Devin. And the one escort around New Year's, but that's not a story we talk about ever. We have have our one-year anniversary show. One year of filth we are dubbing this. It's not a night of filth. It is one year of filth. And we have... Five great bands that we are super Fucking. tight with. You curated this list. You took your time getting these bands. It needed to be perfect. So if if, if any of y'all drop off, you dead to us for life. Yeah, fuck you. Facts. Um, first band. I'm just gonna go in the order that the set is. Sure. Do you think? Yeah. So it first one we have. Fucking wires. Which nice. is a great innovative metalcore band from the Manchester area. Hell yeah! Um, the drummer is one of my They're former trying. co-workers over at Target, so I found out about that band family a couple years ago. Family connection, real quick. And I've been a, I've been about them ever since. I created their logo. I've been supporting them for a couple years now. Yeah. It's a great band. So it's good to have good them on the, on the yeah. show. Yeah. So, so I'm tight with them. They're tight with us. What 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 could be better? What what more do you need? Uh, second band is going to be Empire, which is a great hardcore band that's been supporting us on Twitter, on you Instagram, hear that? You hear that? and just recently started following us on Facebook you hear because that? I've been branching it out more than just Instagram. Hell yeah! But they're great We've got, we got Twitter, we got Insta, we on FB. You knew about FB. All that shit, bro. Check them out. Just plain filthy. All right, go on. <laughs> and uh, third, I believe we have Black Palm. Which is the okay. band that we just played for you before yeah, this whole yeah, yeah. plugs thing? Um, they've been the lead singer has been on our podcast before. He's also yes. been on a couple shows that we've been. A couple to. shows, yeah. We booked them before too. He's given us plenty of insight on what to be a great podcast and great he, uh, advertisement. He's got ideas. Yep. He's a good guy. The man. The man. Guy. The man's got. The man's got a, a strong brain. He's a good guy. He's a good. He's got a. Plan. He's a wrestling guy. Like Brian Kendrick, he's the man with the plan. He's a man. K- kind of, sorta, yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what? But you know what, Chris, you're not like Brian Kendrick because your orbital bone is intact. Oh, <laughs> oh no! So, oh, that was a medical joke. So shouts out, shouts out to you because you give advice and Get you're medical up in here. You're in some cool bands, Black Palms, right? Hey, so nothing's to, cool too. To kind of reiterate where we were, because that yeah. was a little longer than I expected. Whatever, it's life. Wires. Empire, Black Palm. Black Palm. Now next, we have our buddies in Psychic Weight that could not yes. make our second Night of Filth, but they are all about the third Night of Filth, which is February 3rd 
And we've had, they were the first band on the fucking bill. Yeah. I am about them. I'm a great, big fan yeah. of Psychic Weight. No, Psychic Weight's right. They jumped on like So they, I'm extremely excited to see them live for the first time. Yeah, it's going to be red. And lastly, we have Trading Heroes for Ghosts, yes. a great metalcore, deathcore outfit from the Plymouth, New Hampshire area. Oh, up in Plymouth? Yeah. Plymouth, New Hampshire, PSU? They were one of I our. Fucked a girl in PSU. They're another like one of our years. Instagram, Twitter followers and yeah. supporters. And sure they've too. been around for a while. They've been trying to get us yeah. to work with them for a little bit. And okay. up until now, we haven't really had the. Hey, the stars to do that. If, if the stars any, anyone in that band, if you're listening to this part right now as it's happening while you listen to it in the pre record, the, the, the final version while you're listening to it, if you're if you were up in the Plymouth State area, because you're from Plym, let me know if that Chinese food place that does the General's beef is still there. That place was fire. But anyway, <laughs> it had like a C health rating, but that place was fire. Like the fucking Halua. <laughs> yeah, just let me know. Let me know if it's a, hit hit us up. Comment on the vid, on the post. Let me know if that place is still gross. But if you thought that was it, you're, you're fucking wrong. Because there's going to be cheap you're beers, so there's going to be great food, great people, plenty of merch, and one of our sponsored athletes are even going to be right there vending beside us. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, uh, Josh? Nah. Is no. it Koga Brothers? Nope. No. It's not Masada, is it? Nope. I wish, but no. Brittany Wonder? No. No. Is it Zach Monster? No. No. Nah. Not fucking Dan, is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's Dan. Dan. It's fucking dirtbag Dan. The fuck we got dirtbag? Why not Josh? Josh like is in New England. The fuck we getting this? He was he was busy. He was busy that day. He's too busy for us. So we have to get the one guy that probably doesn't even have a match that day. Like the fuck we got the. Well, obviously. Well, yeah, that's that why. It's like, but it's like, but it's like, what does he do though? Like he's not doing anything. And at the same part, it's like at the same time, it's like not just the, like the first year. JPF, it's like my birthday show. It's like I don't want. What the fuck? It's my birthday, and we're gonna have fucking. Like y'all ain't even called Josh. Like Josh, cool. Like the. Like what? I mean, like I, no. I mean, it's like it's cool. We, asked, like, uh, we tried. We asked. You yeah, know, yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, like I get it, but it's like it's my fucking birthday. But whatever. I'm gonna. I'm a. I'm a fucking. I'm gonna fucking take off. You guys can finish this shit. Should laugh, but. Right, guys, because I, of Dan? No, seriously? Like, no, it's like dude, like. You, you seem dude, rather disappointed. Nah, dude, like, low-key whack. Like, what the fuck is, like, oh, at least Josh wins. Like, whatever. It's cool. Like, I get it. It's cool. Oh, like, no. oh okay. Okay, well, we kind of left off on that point. Uh, uh, one year of filth, February 3rd, Manchester. Bungalow Barn Grill. You know, 333 Manchester, New Hampshire, Valley Street. Yeah, Valley Street. Valley Street, Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, definitely check that out. But, uh... That about wraps it up for the Just Plain Filthy podcast, yeah, we and uh, we're going to have one band that's on that show right now. This is Empire with Lost Souls here on the Just Plain Filthy podcast. So Devin just like left. It's fucking, yeah, whatever, man.